when we hear the word gothic, probably the first thing that comes to mind is one of these, or maybe all of them, which is all well and good, but there's more to the gothic than meets the eye. And that is the psychological aspect, the psychological side of it, which is what we tend to analyze in this channel under the Jungian lens. And why is this important? Why is this helpful? Well, through this exploration of the Gothic and the psychological side of it, it's actually an invitation to three things that I want to tackle today in this video, which is how it can help you explore your psyche, how it can help you face your fears and anxieties, and how it can actually also help you develop your critical thinking. So my friend, if you're looking for some self-transformation, for self-awareness, for self-development and you are really a gothic fan and you want to look at the psyche, the underneath the layers of the gothic, this video is for you. Welcome to episode 8 my friends, this is Alice and you are in Gothic land and once more, and this is the second video of the year, we're here to talk about our favorite topic which is the Gothic Psyche and this is what we are going to look into today, we're going to look into how the Gothic, the term Gothic is actually more than meets the eye and how looking into the psychological side of it we can actually work on and we can explore our psyche we can face our fears and phobias and we can work on our critical thinking so the uh, the question today is what does what does it mean to be gothic right for me and for all of you i'm sure it means different things and we probably will be coinciding in in most of them or in maybe even our musical tastes can coincide, maybe our artistic preferences, our literary preferences, our shows, but not every single person, not every single individual is the same to another. So that's why defining the Gothic is very challenging. But I did talk about this in another video. At the beginning, I talked to you about what is Goth and what is Gothic, and we developed that very much in depth in that video. But somehow I want to come back to it because I see that there's a tendency of when we're trying to define this, there's like a rivalry or there are different perspectives. And depending on how we define it on how or how we feel identified with it, we might be not creating, but we might be excluding some people or if we look at it from the angle that I suggest we do look at it from, we'll we will be actually including everybody. And this is because for me, the Gothic is inclusive. It's not exclusive. It's not just something that the subculture does. It's also something that belongs to all of us to a certain extent. 
So I want to go back to this idea, this historical idea. Let's revise that because as I said in that initial video, although a Goth was originally a member of the Gothic Germanic tribe back in the fourth century, or as the historian Jordans writes about with its origins in southern Scandinavia, this term was actually borrowed later to refer to different things. Among those, the subculture that started in the form of music genre in the 80s in the UK, and that had its origin in the post-book movement. And I talked about this in various places in my magazine and also in the video. But this is the exclusive side of the term, because I feel that this divides between gods and non-gods, uh, because we're just looking at the aesthetics of it. There's a literary group of people, more academic, that if you look at them, some of them are not probably visually identified as goths, as the goth subculture. And then there are all sorts of colourful mixtures and varieties, which, you know, I don't have anything against those because what I really, I'm really interested in is in this psyche. And as long as we have a brain, we have a psyche. So I like you all, my friends. So basically, what I think that I want to say here is that the term goth shouldn't be the barometer to decide on your or my gothicness because at the end of the day a lot of us identify with the same elements which is what I'm going to be talking about to you today. So because the gothic has to do so much with the psyche and with the unconscious that's why I created the You Are Gothic But You Don't Know It and it was precisely because of my own experience trying to tell other people about the Gothic. And when I was talking to people um, about what Gothic meant or the elements of the Gothic, or when they were saying, oh, I've, I've seen this film or that other, I've had a reaction or another, I used to say, well, that's Gothic and that's Gothic. Because I was analysing, I was bringing up all the elements that make Gothic literature be what it is, but also the aesthetics of films, TV series, as representation. So everything that I could pick on that was in them, I would say, you are gothic. And that's why it just came out in, in conversation. You are gothic, but you don't know it. And it was quite funny to do that. So under this, you, this gothic, but then the union lens comes after because within the term gothic, that is very broad. As you can see, we can just analyze it from very, very many, many different angles. The fact that we're looking at it from a Jungian side, not Freudian, which is normally what uh, academia... Well, academics, they tend to look at different resources and the tendency for the psychological side is Freudian, the Freudian angle. But there are some academics that are also working on the Jungian lens, probably still not as much as I would like to, but there are some already there. So for me, basically, the Gothic and looking at it from this angle is a tool that can help you introspect. It can help you go within and then through the characters, through the stories, through the themes, you can identify various things. And this is what we're going to talk about next. So in the first place, we can see that it can help us explore our psyche and this is on, on the screen, you have Jung's model of the psyche. Um, so for those who don't know, uh, Carl Jung was a Swiss psychiatrist and analyst and talked about this union of conscious and unconscious elements to make 
the self. So if you look at the model, you have this big circle, which is the self. And then inside we have conscious, personal unconscious, and the collective unconscious. So if we look at the conscious mind, which is the first part of the um, diagram, we see that is the center of conscious consciousness, representing the individual sense of self and identity, and is a part of the psyche that people are typically aware of in their daily lives. If we move to the personal unconscious, we see that this contains material that has been repressed or forgotten by the conscious mind. This includes experiences, memories, and thoughts that are not in the forefront of the consciousness, but can be easily recalled with some effort. And then the third layer is the collective unconscious, which is the deepest and most significant part of the psyche, containing inherent experiences and shared universal symbols and themes. It's like the reservoir of our collective memories and archetypes. There we find the universal symbols and patterns that exist across cultures and have a profound impact on human behavior and thoughts. So basically our psyche is, or yeah, our brain, our psyche is not just the conscious part, is everything that goes within as well. And this is the side we like to explore and that Gothic literature explores very well, even also horror, because it goes under those layers, those dark sides of the human mind those dark sides of ourselves and we all have them whether we like them or not they make us who we are and by repressing them we actually doing more harm than good and gothic literature when we go there somehow we are we're building a bridge that's what i'm trying to say we're building a bridge where we have direct access to our unconscious but in a way that it doesn't doesn't feel threatening so Let's move on now to um, the second part, which is how to face your fears and anxieties. Jungian psychology offers these six points that I want to talk about today. The first is shadow work, which is the exploration of that part of you that you unconsciously repress, that you're not proud of, that you could consider not acceptable, that can be transformative if you bring light to it. It can contain a lot of information about you that you weren't aware of, and these can help you gain a better understanding of your fears and anxieties, and therefore offer a starting point to work with them. But it can also help us with learning about archetypes, which for you were a series of universal symbols, patterns or representations of our mind that shape our, or guide our psyche. Learning about them will help you discover and value parts of you that you were not aware of. For example, if you think about Persephone Smith, it's for me a very significant one, uh, but also some manifestations of the Grey Mother, such as the sirens, mermaids and other female creatures, just to mention something I've been working on. We also have the individuation process, which is a process of bringing all the parts that are in your unconscious mind to your consciousness. In other words, it's a process of integrating all those parts of you to become balanced. This is something that needs to be done with an expert. You can't do it on your own. You need someone to be guiding you. The next thing that 
we can do while facing our fears and anxieties is use active imagination which is an exercise that we do consciously but putting from uh, pulling from a dream a fear or an anxiety and having a dialogue with this part by asking questions and seeing where it takes us the other thing that we can do is dream analysis, which is basically writing your dreams uh, the day after as much as in detail as you can. And then you can do analysis yourself or the best thing will be to take these to your analyst who will actually give you a broader possible meaning of what that dream meant. And the ways of addressing the, the dream that you will not have necessarily all the tools for. And the last thing that we can learn from facing our anxieties or how we can do that is through the symbolism and myth. So exploring symbols and myths relevant to your fears can actually unveil underlying meanings and help you finding ways to confront and overcome them. This can be done through the reading of myths and Gothic literature, which is why we are here then. So by immersing yourself in the Gothic you confront various fears in a controlled setting. Um, this is a, an exposure that I said in the previous video as well, that can actually, is a little bit more friendly, user friendly, rather than just going in the analysis, which can actually be a little bit uncomfortable sometimes because you kind of feel very exposed to, to the professional and um, well it can create some tension but it's also good tension because it's as i said you are in a controlled space the other thing that we can learn through this gothic union lens is how to develop our critical thinking which is something that i do talk about a lot in this channel and i think it's important because the exploration of archetypes shadow work dream analysis individuation process symbolic interpretation and creative expression are all aspects of this psychology, anal analytical psychology, that can be explored through the analysis of Gothic literature. This is so because when we analyze a Gothic text or a text with Gothic elements, we are dissecting complex narratives, characters' motivations and symbolism. So exercising your critical thinking can actually sharpen your analytical skills and help in separate situations and people in real life more efficiently. As you can see with this short video that exploring the Gothic from the psychological lens is very, very rich. It's very profound. It can take you to a very deep journey within and it's very interesting, but obviously we cannot do this in a short video. So what I, I want to do is to invite you to the course that will start this 13th of January. So that will start, it starts today when you watch this video, right? So don't worry because you are late <laughs> or maybe not depending when you're watching the video, mm, but don't worry because the recording of the sessions will be there. So you can still enroll, it's a seven month course um you can enroll watch the recording you'll be the, you'll have the chance to answer to questions and that is a great opportunity for you to explore all these areas a lot more in depth the archetypes a lot more in depth and uh, the dream world the archetypal i said that before and all that how it happens in gothic literature how does that represent you then 
therefore in your own life with your own struggles and how that can be a tool for self-exploration. Also because the Gothi for a lot of us is a place where we go in retreat to disconnect, to energize ourselves, to, to come back a little bit, connect within and then get these energies that we need to keep working on with our everyday life. So it gives you tools to know yourself better, to therefore have a more efficient and more, more efficient but a more comfortable life with the people out there. And this is the cause. But since you are here as free gifts, I also have two things for you. One of them is that you can download a free quiz that is called How Well Do You Know Yourself? And it's a gothic approach again to your internal struggles. That's just to create awareness for you to know exactly where your struggles are at a personal level, at a business level, and at your health level, but also how much do you know about Gothic literature and about the Jungian world and how we can put it all together. And the other free thing I have for you is the webinar exploring the depths that I did on the 29th of December where I actually introduced for you the course. So if you're not sure about the course, this webinar, the short webinar, was a half an hour webinar more or less in the English version, you will see everything we're going to be working on in the course, what's the purpose, who's it aimed at, and why are you even, you should even be interested. And so my friend, if you're interested in the Gothic, in the human mind, exploring it further, this uh, this channel is for you, but also all the products that come with it. So that's it for today. If you've liked it, please, um, as always, share, like, uh, subscribe, tell me what you think. Let me know because it's always very interesting and very enlightening for me to know what your thoughts are and to connect with you. And I hope that you've enjoyed it, that you've got a lot of food for thought for this week. And if I see you in the course, I'll be looking forward to it. And if not, I'll see you in the next video. So take care, be very gothic and very young at the same time. And see you next time. Bye bye.